Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. What is up, guys? Sophia here, back with another topic. If you are new, then don't forget to subscribe and don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can stay updated on all of my content. And don't forget to like this video and don't forget to share if you care. And also, don't forget to check the description box because I always put a lot of stuff in there, specifically my book for single women and specifically this book, um, played or be played. It does have a little bit of foul language in it, but if you can get past it, I'm putting it in a description box because that is where I'm going to be pulling my information from today. And I'm going to be turning this into a series because it has like a lot of different information in it. But what we're going to be talking about today is the different types of men specifically addressing the player type of men. Out of all the books, this is what breaks it down on how men think. So when we talk about the different types of men, um, for this section, we are going to be talking about the player types which to me can be very rooted in toxic masculinity and this is something that I very much so see often especially with some of these male channels who say that they are high value men but really a lot of it is toxic and it's like they don't even realize it's toxic and for women I think some women if they're not rooted in who they are a lot of the times they will fall into this oh this is what high value men think this is what high value men do this is what high value men act no not really I think it's important for us to be able to recognize high value men from men who are just, you know, kind of toxic or disrespectful and not necessarily believe that just because a man says that he's a good man, that that means that he is right. So let's get into the first one. The first one is called the caveman player. And I'm going to link my video down that I did as a reaction video to Kevin Samuels, because that video is full of comments if you want to see what a caveman player is like. It's full of comments of those type of men. I'm going to read what the caveman player man is. He is overly aggressive guy who likes to grab and pull on women and then curse them out when he doesn't get any play. The kind of guy will yell out of his car window at a woman while he while he is driving on the street or make lewd remarks disguised as pickup lines. He will also use aggressive and primitive behavior as defense mechanisms because of his intense rejection of fear. He knows that he has no game, so he will purposely produce a negative reaction from females by insulting them before they insult him in any form of rejection. Then he can justify his failure by claiming that the female was a B-I-T-C-H or that she was stuck up. At one point in life, the caveman player tried to come at a female with a smoother approach, but probably encountered the wrong female who reacted negatively to him anyway. So now the caveman player decided to take the extreme opposite approach. So that's why I wanted you to actually go to that other video that I was mentioning after you watch this video, because I think it's important for you to kind of actually see what that's like. Because as I was responding back to some of the so-called high value men, I'm like, you know, real men don't disrespect or call women names or they're very aggressive. I think a lot of men, um, especially in this day and age, I think because the internet is so prevalent, they tend to flock to some of these gurus that tell them this is the appropriate way to respond to women and they feel like this is a sign of strength when actually it's just a sign of like disrespect. And so you have to know that men particularly like this, they have some deep rooted issue. I have said this multiple times that there is a difference between assertiveness, which is about confidence and it is about ambition 
ambition and aggressiveness, which is about like this, you know, the man that if you say, oh no, I don't want to talk to you, then they're like, F you, I don't want to talk to you with, you know, that is not what we're going for. And these men have a deep rooted issue within themselves where they actually fear rejection. And therefore they mask that over the fact that, oh, I'm just going to go off on her and talk to her any type of way. So that way, if she rejects me, I can feel justified in my actions and I can say that I put her in her place. But really real high value men, even if they are or are not interested in you, do not aggressively come to women like that. They don't call women names. They don't hit women. They don't do any of that. All of that is rooted in toxicity. So let's get to the next one, the smooth player. I think that this smooth player type is probably the most prevalent type that women will get themselves caught up in because he is very laid back, nonchalant type. He doesn't chase women as much as they chase him. He knows how to position himself to be approached by the type of women he knows can satisfy his needs. Whenever a smooth player has a problem with any of his females, notice there's more than one of them, any of them, he knows how to sweet talk them into reconciliation. The smooth player takes great pride in his physical appearance and usually wears all the latest fly and name brand attire. His smooth charismatic personality is a magnet to women around him and it's hard to stay mad at a smooth player for long. He puts so much sexual energy and passion into his words that he's very convincing when spitting game to the ladies. The smooth player is very selective in the type of women he will spit at. Many smooth type of players like to be showered with gifts from women they deal with. Many gigolos start off as smooth players and they will usually won't be bothered with females who can't bring something to the table. So this is probably the classic man-child, but on an attractive level. I have a video on the man-child and I will leave it down in the description box. But typically these are these fine men that just because they believe that they are fine and they look good, that now women should bow down and worship them and give them money and take care of them. And these are also the type of men that you will see multiple women competing over this type of man because they feel like, oh, this man is such a prize for his looks or for his sex or for his passion that can't no other woman have him and now they out here making a fool out of themselves you know battling with each other when in all actuality you know he's not a good man in the first place so let's go to the next type of player and it is called the gambling player the gambling player is the most deceptive of all the players when it comes to dating the gambling player has a Vegas mentality to him trying to have sex with a number of women is like a dice game the gambling players are not concerned with getting easy sex if a woman walks up the average gambling player and simply offers him sex with no strings attached he probably wouldn't be interested the gambling player needs to feel that he manipulated the woman out of sex okay and so I know that this sounds very contradictory but I feel like the gambling type of player can trick you into believing that he is a good man when in all actuality he isn't because let's say and I always say this like if a man just wants a sex only relationship then just go then just find a woman out there who wants that because trust and believe there are plenty of women out there who want that but with this particular player, they want to appear to be a nice guy so that they can feel that they are getting over on a woman. So this type of player may whine and dine you and treat you good and make you think that he's really the one or really wants a long-term relationship with you. And then after he gets what he wants, he actually ghosts. And then you're sitting up there wondering what happened, thinking that everything went good when in all actuality, he was just kind of putting on a fake facade mask simply because he wanted to trick you into getting some because to him a woman just coming up and offering sex isn't fun he wants to play the game the manipulation and do all this that and the third to trick a woman out of her 
uh, out of her sex and based so that he feel like he won something. And this is why I'm a huge advocate of celibacy, y'all. <laughs> I hate to be like that, you know, but I am because to me, it's like, yeah, I know that you're completely invested when we get married because it's like, who has time to be playing these manipulation games with people to, and they're kind of pretending to be what you want them to be only to have sex with you. And then when they get what they want, they disappear. It's like, who does that, right? I think that this is a deep rooted insecurity for men who actually do that. So then we're going to go to the teenage player. The teenage player is a guy who will pretty much take whatever he can. This is mainly because he lacks options of bargaining chips. The teenage male is usually still living at home with his parents. He has no car, no career, no money. So this alone limits his options of females that he can talk to. This is why the teenage player is reduced to having relationships with only local hood rats in the immediate vicinity if he is lucky. The teenage pet player is at his sexual peak. So every woman that he meets is a potential sexual partner. The teenage player will lower his standards and show any female some attention as long as he can get some sex later on down the line. This results in many teenage player being manipulated by women. And when the teenage player gets older, he starts to emulate the bargaining chips to get women. He may have a cynical view of certain women because of the way they treated him as a teenager. And the second thing is that, like I said, with that video that I posted down in the description box as a response to Kevin Samuel, I also feel that there are some teenage players in there. I think, and I hate to be like that, but just read the comments. And because I think that a lot of the times um, when you see the cynical, especially when they're older is that men like this who are teenage players tend to get very cynical and intimidated by women who are doing well and so if they're saying and I have been with men like this or not men I mean I haven't been with them but they have once I got to know them and found out that they were a teenage player I kind of cut it off but literally they were living at home with their mom they didn't have any direction and then they would try to make me feel bad about my ambition about what I was doing with myself simply because they you know didn't have of what I had and I remember one guy was saying that like oh you are a gold digger no I'm not because you don't have any money and I'm not asking you for anything and you just feel that you won't be with any man because they don't have what you have and this guy was in his mid 40s so do I expect you to have a place to live um, some transportation yes I do I think that there's some things that happen when you get to be a certain age aka known to be a man that you should prove as evidence as working hard in your life and so I think that the teenage player you know it's like I don't know that too many of y'all would get caught up in them but I think that you can recognize them is that they will become very bitter and cynical towards women who actually have their own because they feel like well I don't have my own and now women won't give me an opportunity and I think very well they can turn into the caveman player where they just become very aggressive and bitter towards women simply because of their own inadequacy because it's their inadequacy not yours and so that's why it's important not to you know get down on yourself because of these other men and their own inadequacy and not necessarily pay attention to what they say because what they say especially if it's negative because it may not be about you but is entirely about them and their own shortcomings and the last player that we're going to get into is the retro old school player the retro old school player is a middle-aged cat who never upgraded to the mac level and it explains what a mac level is in the book so i know y'all like mac what um so every player must evolve but the retro old school player becomes too 
complacent in his player stage, so now he just likes to relish the past. Max focused more on money and player focused more on Putang. A player can spend his time focusing on Putang as much as he wants, but at the end of the day, the rent still needs to be paid. An old retro player don't share the same long-term success as an older Mac. Many old school players like to reminisce about how they had it going on back in the 70s. Okay, so all joking aside, <laughs> um, a retro old school player, um, I don't know that you would encounter them a lot, but I think that a lot of these are probably, because I have seen them, but I don't feel like they're very prevalent and I don't know that a lot of women watching this or listening to this channel would necessarily go for this type of player. But I feel like these are the type of men. And I remember on my blog, um, probably a few months back, I've had a few on there saying, Oh, I wish women were like they were in the seventies where they just did this. Or I wish we can go back into old days or why women have to have jobs and be independent and be able to provide from themselves. I wish it was like it was, you know, back in the day. And one guy told me, I wish God would have made women like he used to where basically they were just subservient on men and they didn't have any options to do anything by themselves. I feel like that's probably the closest that I have encountered a retro player because it's like realistically, once again, this is rooted in an inadequacy that now you feel like because you're not having luck with women in this day and age that you want to blame external circumstances and you wish that we were back in the 1920s where women just got the right to vote and they didn't, couldn't own land, they couldn't do anything without a man, all because you feel that is your only chances of being with a woman. And once again, like I said, that's rooted in inadequacy because he's having a difficult time with women. And now, you know, you want to blame the woman for progressing instead of blaming, you know, maybe something might be wrong with you because you don't have any long-term success because you're still stuck back in the day because you don't have any goals or ambition for your life. And you've been working at the same place that you hate because nothing's wrong with the same place, working with the same place for 30 years. But it's like, oh, I've been working at the Piggly Wiggy for 30 years and I hate my job but you lack to do anything about it, right? And so that's the type of man is like, oh, I just want to live in the past, but yet I fail to take any action on my end to actually change my current circumstances. All right, guys, so that is about it. I definitely hope that you enjoyed this video. Once again, check the description box. I will be leaving the book in the description box. And also I'm going to turn this into a series because they have other men that you need to stay away from. And this video was getting a little long, so I didn't want to put it all in this video. So the next video that we will be covering in this series are going to be the professionals. Okay. All right, guys. So I will talk to you guys another day, another time. Bye y'all.